This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond. I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com, top ITFC historian, contributor to my favourite game. Ladies and gents, it's the renegade stat man. Stat, what the F are you wearing? Easy, Dave. (laughs) Before I go on to that, you forgot to say Defender of the Faith. Oh, obviously, sorry. Oh, excuse me, defender um, of the faith. We were we were talking last week about the the game at Cromer. <laughs> yes, but I think you've gone a bit. OTT. I was lucky enough. I was. We went. The family we went up to Oldborough, um, and I was in this second hand shop, and lo and behold, what was in there? But was one of the actual outfits that one of the Cromer fans wore that got stuck in the turnstile. <laughs> oh, so it's a, you're dressed as a is that a crab's outfit? What do you think it was? Oh, well, it wasn't quite. Well, it could have been a sort of small lobster. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Um, that's because it's cold in here. Um, <laughs> do you like crabs? Do you know? I don't, I don't really. I don't really know. They bring me out in a rash. I was going to give you a crab stick, but okay. No, fair enough. Um, and also, uh, kind of jumping in here at this point, uh, last week we had a, a debate on Adam Tanner's uh, game and what the score was against Leicester. Yeah, yeah, it was four. One. No, I told oh, you. I know. It you wasn't four two. When you, when you said I that, I thought yeah, he's not a four. Wrong. We he's... did. We beat them. He's four two at some point. Yeah, perhaps yeah. just just typical me. Yeah, I think we 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 had this the other week, didn't we? About there was a Wimbledon game, and me and me and Ben were convinced it was it was two nil, and you said that's no, two one. Said, I don't no, know why you rely to... on Ben sometimes. No. He's too busy look, sitting in a car, videoing himself in car parks. No, exactly, exactly. Um. Just before we get started, just to remind everyone, this is part of the Blue Monday Network of podcasts, so please subscribe on iTunes or uh, wherever you get your podcasts and tweet us your memories, good or bad, to at Blue Monday ITFC. Stat, you're still a bit nasal, mate, still a bit nasally after a, a week ago. What, what Did it turn into man flu as suspected or I th- not? I think so. Did yeah. it? Uh, I haven't been able to walk the dogs. No, um, oh, no, mate. But I'm trying to shake it off. Yeah. It's but, tough, yeah. man. No. It's tough. 
So, okay, so, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll soldier on, so, and the Barry White will carry on. Barry White. So, where are we going first of all this week? We venture into the month of November for the first time. So, 1st of November to the 7th of November. So, to put it into context, you've probably heard about three weeks of fireworks around your house before this week, because that's what seems to happen now. Um, and we are going to go back to the stat machine. Remember we had the uh, V8 engine added on last week? What, for, for the Chroma, we yeah. did, didn't we? Um, we're not going to need that, so I've taken it off. <laughs> but I've put a little pipette on the top, which is going to start start it this week. Pipette? Yeah. Okay. You know, one of the, one of the things that you'd, you'd kind of borrow from a science lab or whatever. I know exactly yeah, what it is. Just saying. And in there, um, I have got some of Mickey Stockwell's sweat. Um <laughs> Mr. 110% is going to get us going today. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to squeeze that. There you go. And there you go. Oh, the stat machine starts purring. And I tell you what, it likes it, likes us. So it's going to take us on a European tour. Go on. It's uh, 2001 2. George Burley is in charge. It's the UEFA Cup, second round, second leg. And we're away to Helsingborg. Yeah, good. You know what? That's from a- Sweden. <clears throat> that was a game I'd have loved to have gone to. I know, so, well, so many people, two and a half thousand, don't know them all, but yeah, three or four people, I know different people who went to that game and just said it was one of the best nights ever. Yeah, yeah, just, um, yeah the game itself, obviously, we'll cover this in a minute, but just afterwards, and I think your know, stories of the players mingling with the fans, and it was just, just brilliant. I, yeah, I got it, I missed it. I think, but what I remember about this, I was, well, you, we'll cover the game and I'll tell you what I remember, I remember what my experience of it anyway. Yeah, so like you said, it was 2,500 fans there. We, we'd drawn the home leg nil-nil, which I think was on, on TV. So we went yep. into the to the second leg um, with it all to play for. And they had a long shot, and uh, Serrani went to, to get it, and it sort of came out of his hands. It was really. a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah. It's sort of like a bit of a break, sort of moved in flight, but yeah, he looked like he had it covered, and it sort of went sort of through him, didn't it? He wanted to Odd say Eklund, I think, might have might have yes, it scored was. it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then suddenly at that point, well... One nil down. It means um, yeah, that there was net. Yeah, we, we're going to have to do something. Yeah. And in fact, for the the first forty five minutes, we played terribly. Probably like we were going to finish up in 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 you know as we were playing in the yeah. league at that point. Um. So we were one nil down. Uh, half time. Uh, it, it was it was still one nil. But you know the the Ipswich fans were in in great voice and, and great nice. spirit there and stuff. Loads of them had, had kind of dressed up with different things and. What I really liked was that some of them were uh, wearing uh, the old Viking helmets and stuff like that with with the horns, which is, as I thought, was actually what Vikings wear. But uh, a very good uh, historian that I know told me that Vikings don't have horns on their helmets. And I'm not sure whether I believe her. Right, okay. You, you got a view on that? <clears throat> well, no, I haven't actually. Stat, no, again, I'd have gone with you with the. Uh, I'd go with you with the horns. I'm yeah. oh, with yeah. the horns. Yeah, and I mean, I remember, I remember, for instance, um, was it in the Sun? Hagar the Horrible. Well, they, that's what I base all of my things on. Horns. Yeah, and Christopher Columbus. He was the first person to find America, but apparently, it was some other. Apparently, some other Scan- Scandinavian. Apparently, it was. Um, so anyway, second half. I don't know what Burley did at half time. Um, a lot of the town fans actually were were quite worse for wear at, at this point. Well, I think just, they'd enjoying themselves in the in the town. You know, the stories that, you know, the people I went, I know who went, the stories I come back with, it was just the best away trip ever. I honestly think it, it sounds like it. But for me personally, I couldn't go. I was away. <clears throat> I was away on a, on a trip. I was coming back. Um, I think I, I flew back in that evening. Um, 
And so I listened to the whole first half. I remember this really clearly, pretty much on the way, on on the way back um, on the M25 on the way back from Heathrow, and then literally got indoors half hour to go. Well, there you go. So One nil down. Yeah. Just and just as I got indoors, um, um, you sat down kick. and watched. Oh yeah, I sat down. Free kick on the left. <laughs> Mark Venus. I mean, he's what deliveries delivery. in this? Yeah, ridiculous. Um, so eighty-first yeah, minute. Oh no, sixty-ninth minute. Um, puts it across. Herman Horidison with a volley. That's great volley. Stupid you know, goal. When you think of Herman, you're, you're thinking, you know, he's, he's going to power it in with his head or yeah. something like that. But yeah. Technique. That's a great goal. I remember, keeper got a hand to it, but it was just so powerful, couldn't keep it out. So that's 1 1, which so means we're going, that. We're away going goals. To, yeah, away goals. Yeah. Um, but we, I wouldn't say we, we, we go for it, but with, with nine minutes to go, very similar. Exactly the ball's the almost in the same position. Exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. And this time. This Stewart's just brilliant, just comes oh. off his man, doesn't he? And just, again, well, just powers Header, it in with back, his head back this time. Net, yeah, 2-1. What I like about that game is that Stewart had the obligatory gloves. Short sleeves. But, but he always used to wear the Ipswich Town gloves, didn't they? With yes, the he ITT. did. Yeah. This game, he wore black gloves. Just about, all black. About to your, yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I was shocked when I saw that. Um, <laughs> so that's another thing Stuart I need to add to black, the collection. Stewart in black glove yeah. shock. Um, and then uh, oh, to round it all off, this is just stupid. Isn't Stewart's it? goal, and, and what a goal in the, in the 88th minute! Do you want to talk us through it? Well, it, was, it was, I can't remember who plays him through. So was it, was it Ben? Actually, it's Ben playing well, ben, through. Ben's, Ben's debut that game was. Yeah, it was. I think yeah. I believe Ben because Ben nearly scored. Ben should have scored yeah. actually. Whether this and whether that was at two one or maybe to make whether it was before Stewart scores his last goal or even to make it four one after. I can't quite remember, but he does really well and has a point blank range, really well saved at you know yeah. by the keeper. But I am pretty sure it is Bent that plays him through and he he's like through one on one one on one and he just well we 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 done this on the pod many a time. He sort of like almost scoop chips it over the keeper, Beautiful. lifts it over. Beautiful. But not not from close range when you see forwards, you know, go close to the keeper and just scoop it over and sort of lift it over them. This is like the edge of the box. It's a ridiculous goal, isn't it? Oh, it was a, it was a great goal. Fans celebrating. Oh, he's in the crowd. Falling down it? the terrace, I think, because oh. they've all had a bit... They're falling over the, oh. the, the hoarding. They're on the pitch and stuff like that. Um, absolutely fa- fantastic. Just the, just the best. And you know what? Um, just quickly, and we'll... You may well cover this, but I, I after that I thought, yep, I'm definitely going to the next one. Definitely going to the next one. Went to Milan and by comparison, it was rubbish, rubbish. Well, I mean, David Sheepshanks was out and about in the streets yeah. of Helsingborg. There was quite a few fans who actually stayed in um, Copenhagen or Copenhagen, right. how you want to pronounce and got it. The, yeah, got the ferry across. Yeah, because it was it was it was cheaper over there. Yeah, um, loads of people in Harry's Bar. Yeah, that's what I you know. Again. Bishop's, Bishop's Arms was another one. I think so, and I think all the players from if I if I remember rightly, all the players were like mingling with the you know in the bars and stuff after. Pretty well, sure they were. I like you didn't go, but no. I wasn't on a business trip. My story is nowhere near as exciting as that. Um, my my daughter would, had been born a few months before, yeah. and I just didn't have the cash. Nah. Didn't have the nah. cash. So what I did. I went down to, and it's no longer there now, I went to Brannigan's. Oh, my God, So it yeah, used yeah. to be, a, it, no, it's Frankie's and Benny's On now. Cardinal Park, yeah. 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 Um, and they had a big screen there, oh, and they played night, the though. game, and it was I, fantastic. I bet that was a brilliant night. What yeah. I remember about Brannigan's was they then had, uh, at some point, I'm not sure whether this was the same night, but they had acts that had kind of slipped down to C list or D, D list there. And I remember Jason Donovan, him of uh, Neighbours fame. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, what, what? What was there that night? Yeah, not the. But he was <laughs> watching a Helsingborg game. Yeah, he he was. I couldn't believe it. And he had these um, Viking helmets on with the, with the horns. And no, no, I know certain acts like that used yeah. to play at Brannigan's. Uh, they did. Yeah, to pow. 
Yeah, yeah. They were there, and I can't, I can't remember who it was, but I think the game finished. We're all then singing and you know and and enjoying ourselves, and then I think an act came on, and I absolutely loved it. I, I oh, danced, I danced my legs to to the knees. Absolutely brilliant. Do you know what was at number one that year or that day? Oh no, go give us a clue. No, I didn't. I'm... It was Afro Men or Afro Man. I've uh, skip. No, no, no. What was it called? But I got high. Oh, I know the song. Oh, great go, yeah. song. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't have, Yeah, but okay, I wouldn't have known In that. the top five, yeah. uh, with a link to it, which was um, DJ Otzi or DJ Otzi with oh, Hey Baby, hey, which is hey. obviously became oh, the yeah. Daryl Murphy chant. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Oh, but yeah, yeah I mean, good you know, great great times. Yeah, and... oh, fantastic. Yeah, just gutted that is one match. That, you know, yeah, like, I can't say it enough, all the stories you hear, everybody who went just had a just unbelievable time. Now, one yeah. of the stories I, I, I picked up because I asked a few people on Twitter, and there was loads of great memories shared. But there, there was uh, the Ipswich fans and the uh, Helsingborg fans were were really together and had a, yeah. a you know a, got on well to the extent that they were singing you know who's who's the pride of Anglia and stuff, and <laughs> and we were joining in with their chants and stuff. Super. Um, but yeah, great great time. So now yeah. we're going to go ahead uh, three years to the second of November two thousand and four. Um, Big Fat Joe's in charge. I think we've got over booing him from a couple of seasons before. Well, well, well you, you made a note here. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see why. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was a championship. It was a Tuesday night. It was Sheffield United, and usually Sheffield United always came with Neil Warnock. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we beat Sheffield United. We beat the five one out of him. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, you, you, you made a note here. Scored in every league. 30, this is the seventeenth yeah. game. Got thirty six goals. Really, yeah. oh, just that's just how it yeah, was. So that at season. the end of this game, we were seventeenth. We were second in the league with thirty three points. So we were almost averaging the two points yeah. per, per game. Yeah, and we had scored in every league game thirty six. Now, interestingly, that day, um, Ipswich ran a competition, and I'd forgotten about this, um, which was to name the North Stand. Ah, but the North Stand was going to be named after a fan. Do you remember that? So for a while, no. and I, 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 I couldn't find it anywhere, but I want to say that the person who won it, so she then suddenly had the name of the stand, so you would say, I was in the... It wasn't Betty Belcher, was it? No, it wasn't Betty Belcher. <laughs> it was, uh, I want to say, Sandra Cullingham. Sandra Cullingham, yeah. I know. That was, she's, yeah. I think she's quite um, something to do with the supporters club, I think. I know, I yeah. know the name. So, yeah. yeah, I think, so for that season, the North Stand, or for, for part of that season, it was called the Sandra Cullingham Stand. <laughs> Mate, very, very odd. But yeah, um, so the goal scorers in this game, uh, Tommy Miller with a penalty. Reliable. Phil Jagielka. Where does that surname come from? Jagielka. Don't know. Um, He played a back pass to future ITFC bench warmer, Paddy Kenny, who was in goal for Sheffield United. Yeah. Paddy Kenny fouled Darren Bent. I mean, Bent was great at that, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, And so he gave away the penalty. Yeah. Tommy Miller stepped up and scored that. We've said on previous pods that you know he was probably only second to Johnny Walk- Walkie. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, I think he missed one, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Coochie then uh, scored. I think no, Naylor scored. Yeah. Well, one of those two scored. Anyhow, it was two one at half time. Yeah. Um, and then at half time there was a, a you know a little thing that they have and Karen Pickering, a swimmer. Uh, yeah, of swimming and uh, uh, swimming and swimming fame. Yeah, yeah. 
um, Commonwealth, but she won medals and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, did. Yeah, she won, yeah. Commonwealth. She, you know, very, very was. good. Um, she, at the time, was in a, a competition. I don't know if it was done by the Ipswich Star or even the Star as it was, or Look East or Anglia, but they had a competition where he was a fairly decent swimmer. So he did swimming type things, which I'm guessing would be swimming, and she did football like <laughs> things. So, type of thing so at half time she did a penalty shoot I think I want to say I remember this I think it wasn't Westlake some sort of national age group international yeah. I think it was that good yeah really really, really was a strong strong swimmer I do remember I must admit again I missed this game I, I, I can't remember this game I think I missed this game um, and I can remember um, them doing the swimming on Sky you know him getting like half a length start and obviously over two lengths I think he beat her but I can't remember this this at all. But um... well, Westlake came on in this game as a sub, and he scored the fifth goal. Yeah, we were just that season. We were just absolutely prolific. Oh, and... Twenty two thousand nine hundred. I mean, twenty three thousand yeah. on a Tuesday evening. Oh, dear. I, I mean, I remember this game apart from the fact that there are aspects of the goals that don't always jump out. But it could mm. well be that there were so many goals that season that it was very difficult to, to pick any to, to keep up. But one name that jumped out for me uh, playing for Sheffield United was. Chris Morgan. Oh, never, yeah. Never liked him. Oh, really? Well, obviously played well, obviously played for Barnsley in the playoff final. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah um, how would I describe Chris Morgan? Rugged. Yeah. Agricultural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but, but he, played a, he must have played a few games, certainly for Barnsley and those northern teams. And obviously you mentioned Paddy, Paddy Kenny. He's one of these players that just followed Warnock from yeah. club to club, didn't he? Is he at Cardiff now? Probably in some capacity. If yeah. he's not playing, he's on the coaching staff. Goalkeeper no coach, yeah, probably. But yeah, that, I mean, that, that was a, a, a great game, and you, you can't beat a night match. Five goals every every time I think of that season, and you think of where we are now. And we've had all these seasons in the championship. My God, we missed a trick that season. Oh yeah, we talk about you know getting in the playoffs a couple of seasons ago when you know oh, we should have invested in players in January. But that season, we were. We think we were just so unlucky, and it was down to didn't Shefki miss like four games? He got any, yeah. Watford did he get injured? Some somebody picked or Leicester or something like that. He picked up an injury, missed three or four games. You know, later that season, and um, that was effectively it. When we just lost two or three on the spin, and oh god, I really got I got beat by West Ham, didn't we? So now we're coming <clears throat> reasonably up to date. Mm. Uh, because the manager in the dugout is uh, Michael James McCarthy. Yeah, the man himself, and your hero. This game, yeah, without a doubt, mm-hmm. Mick. Um, it was his. <laughs> Stop myself. Um, uh, um, it was actually Mick's first game in charge. Yeah, and I tell you what, he certainly was a saint. He was. He was. A, he was a saint then. I think when he when he, he came, we were gone, mate. I mean, I know it was early. It was November, yeah. and, and and fair play, I suppose, to the to the board for acting. Quick enough because you know over the years Ipswich boards are not you know usually that sort of ruthless as such. But like now. you know you know for, well okay but yeah we never we haven't been what were we no. five points adrift seven seven I think we adrift? were we played thirteen games and had seven points well, yeah so we like something like five yeah. points adrift at the bottom I mean we were but then but, Mick Mick turned it right around oh, no, because did. I think in the so yeah I think we had um, thirteen points after seven games and in the next no we had seven, seven points, points after thirteen. 13. And then Mick got thirteen from the next seven. Yeah, and I tell you, what, he he's the sort of manager that that we needed. Then it was a great, oh, great appointment. You know, he absolutely. just needed to bang Organized a few heads everything. together. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we went to Birmingham. Uh, we were in that classic white, white away kit, um, just the white and black. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I like you know for me, it's, to me, it's, it's always got to be the orange or, or yeah. 
the the white and black. But yeah, yeah I love that kit. Yeah. Um, Jack Butland was in goal for <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah. Um, Darren Ambrose was an unused sub for Birmingham. <laughs> I forgot about him playing for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Dudley Junior Campbell, uh, eighth minute scored the goal. And he went a run, didn't he? After yeah. that, we well, one thing I was going to say is that Mick turned up. I don't know if he thought it was going to be cold or anything. Mind you, it was the 3rd of November. So he was wearing a shirt <laughs> and uh, a tie yeah, and a red jumper. yeah, And then the blue, you know, like very, big manager's coats or whatever. Formal, yeah. Mick. Very formal, Mick. Very formal. He's Mr. Tracksuit, usually, he is. isn't he? And he had a big smile on his face when he walked up the, as he would say, when he walked up the track. <laughs> yeah. And when he walked down the track. Um, I see you made a note here. There were four... Championship manager debuts that day. It's incredible. Same day. Yep. Amazing. Can you name them? Uh, well, I can see them, but I, I would. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have got Henningberg. I yeah. would not have got Berg. I think I may have got Freeman and Deitch. But so Freeman at pa- Palace, Bolton. But oh Christ! Yeah. Um, Deitch presume. Well, was he uh, Burnley? Burnley, yeah, yeah presumably. So um, then, this is one of the things I'm hoping that next week I'm actually going to be talking like. Sean Dyche. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, all, always known on the Blue Monday podcast until they got promoted as the Sandy Ball Bag. Yeah, that's well, the I can Sandy see that. Yeah. Bag. And yeah. Henning Berg, he didn't last at, at Blackburn, Blackburn for long. Yeah, because obviously he was a Blackburn player, wasn't he, from Man U um, back in the day. But blimey, that's incredible. Fans were, the town fans were fantastic. And there's, there's a good bit on YouTube where you see about the fans for about the last five minutes to go. And I think, you know, what Mick brought us was a bit of newfound hope. spirit and hope and that. Yeah. You know, that he was going I mean, to be the person to keep us up, and he certainly did. The latter part of Jewel was awful. Oh. <laughs> Without a doubt, the worst that manager I've, I've ever seen. Yeah, now, it was inept. In, in Mick's first game, uh, the only connection with now is Luke Chambers played. Right. Um, and Tommy Smith was an unused They're the only sub. players yeah. still at the club. Yeah. Well, they were the only ones involved. Oh, involved. Heim was probably, Heim would have been there, wouldn't yeah. he? But would have, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, only ones that played that game. Incredible. Um, so, but yeah, you know, you're right about Mick. He he, he kind of tends to dress down a little bit now. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's quite of... modern now. People tend not to wear ties so often. So yeah, maybe... I quite like to see a sharp suit. Though. I think it says so. I quite like to see a manager in a sharp suit. On that, I think yeah, yeah. Some can carry it off. Some can't. Pep Pep can carry it off in a sharp Pep, suit. Yeah. Pep, well, no, he doesn't do a suit though. He does a casual. Pep does the old cashmere sweater, doesn't he? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Very. Yeah. Continental, continental. Of course, of which he is. Of which he so, certainly is. No, the, uh, the the stat machine is right. um, were and away. I know where this is going. I'm clearing my throat in anticipation. Yeah. And it's Go one on. of those games where Dave's been talking about it for for weeks. In fact, he's been talking about it. For 41 years, I think. I have. So I we, have. We go back to 1976-77. It's a Saturday afternoon. Good God. Uh, we're in Division 1. Bobby Robson is the manager. Man. Um, and we're at home to West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> in this game, in this game, there are three goals that we score in this game. I mean, OK, for everyone out there, and I'm sure the, most people know this game. It's a very, quite a famous game. We win 7-0. There's three goals in this game that I think, Personally, well, I would, would get personally would get in my probably top ten of Ipswich goals. Honestly, good, yeah. three. It's ridiculous. Well, should we go through a little bit of, through the games? Go through, the, goals, pre- go through yeah. the preamble. Go yeah. On. So this was Mariners' first game at Portman Road. Yeah. Um, obviously made his debut the week. Well, uh, the Old week Trafford. Before. Yeah, Old Trafford. Where, where, where? In fact, we won. 
Yeah. I think one <laughs> Go on. Uh, West <laughs> Brom had Johnny Giles as their player manager. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I think he was he, he was player manager for Ireland as well during the, the, the 70s. But yeah. for me, it kind of, it jumped out and I thought, well, I wouldn't have thought they would have had many player managers back in no, 76. No, or... not really. They didn't. No, I think that was that was quite unusual. Um, and obviously, he was, he was one of the f- famous dirty, dirty Leeds team. Must have only just, I think he must have left Leeds and gone straight to there because he certainly played for Leeds in 75 against us in, you know, the the famous cup. Now that there are replays and stuff. There are two things in this um game that sort of stand out. Um first of all, obviously this was a season we didn't play in the UEFA Cup. No. So no. there was no UEFA Cup distractions. Yeah. Yep. So maybe our players were a bit fresher. Yeah. Um and also that year was the first year that the Football League adopted goal difference over goal average. Goal average. Oh, okay. So that would be brilliant if you suddenly then came along and hammered a team 7-0. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, t- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. 25,373 turned up um, and Trevor Weimark uh, uh, opened the scoring in the 19th minute. Yeah, nothing special. Again, you can see this game on YouTube. I don't don't really need to watch it. It's sort of a bit of a close-range, scrambly one. I think Walk makes it 2-0 before half-time. Shot outside the box. I think Osborne, uh, Albion keeper, gets his hand to it but can't, can't prevent it. And then it just goes, it just goes absolutely bananas. So in, then, the, in the second half, I'm, I'm going to put this as one of your top three goals. BT fifty five. It is just for the ferocity of the shot. This is, and you know, we we coined the phrase in you know the early days of the podcast, "thunder bastard." Well, this one, this one is the is the uh, if there was a definition of thunder bastard, it would be Kevin Beatty's. Goal in the Ipswich versus West Brom, November 76. It's a ridiculous goal. So he gets the ball quite deep, plays 1 1 2. Then I think he gets possession again about 30 yards out and gets a bit of luck, a sort of de- slight deflection back to him. And he just gets it out of his left foot and absolutely 
wallops it. Not even in the top corner. It just with sheer power. It just goes in the in, basically in the top of the net. And I think Osborne said that had he got a hand to it, it would probably have caused him yeah. serious serious damage. But How, when you when you get a goal like that, you're never going to get another one that is going to come through. That's the, better. The next goal would probably be. I mean, Robson called it called it the goal of the decade. I yeah. think. Um, and yeah, uh, you don't see many better goals. It starts with Burley. So Burley gets the ball in the right back, plays it. It's, it's a <laughs> just, it's a laughable goal. Plays it to. Um, Plays it to first time to, to I think to I think Weimark gets a first touch. I might have got this wrong, but Mariner just sort of side foot. I think plays it to Weimark. Weimark yeah. flicks it inside to Mariner. Mariner then flicks it first time back to Weimark in his run, and he basically larraps it, half volleys it in from an angle from about twenty five yards, and it's one of those goals which doesn't really go high in the net, but just doesn't lift, and so yeah. it stays off the ground about two foot. It is a, just a phenomenal goal, and then two minutes later. Oh. Mariner, yeah. <laughs> talk about introducing yourself. Gets the ball. It's a bit of a scramble in midfield, but the ball breaks to him, and then he sort of like runs with it. And to be fair, they back off. But then again, he sort of like cuts inside again, about twenty-five yards out, and just like bends the ball in the top court. And I mean, there's three goals there where, yeah, probably we would get in hard. Yeah, push to leave any of those there, yeah. outside the top ten. I Ridiculous. Mean, Absolutely mental. Mariner's goal was was the fifth, so it was five nil. Yeah, and then we didn't score the the last two goals, eighty um, eighth and ninety. Yeah, minute. I think by comparison they were pretty tame goals. I think one of them maybe goes in off the post. I seem to remember maybe in your last one was a, was a close range, but um, that was why Mark's. Um, I think we've said this before. That was why Mark's second four goal haul for us. I think we covered. He's, I yeah. think he he was he had one more to come. Was it Lanskroner in the UEFA Cup? I think he had yeah, one we'd more. We'd already done come. Lazio before. Yeah, that, we did Lazio, yeah. didn't we? Just... So yeah, he he scored four. Um, interestingly, it was the first top flight hat trick for a town player. So no one has scored a top flight. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So good grief! That's incredible. So, so maybe think about Crawford. Did they and Phillips? Did they not score a hat trick no, that season? Done. Must have done. Don't know. I tell you, who scored a hat trick, and I, I, I hope I got this right. Now this will be sure. I'm sure David Johnson the first scored a hat trick before then. In the, well, I'll have to have a look because I think he'd gone by then. Yes, he would have done because Mariner was there. Yeah. So that, I think that's a tip bit I picked up. I think but... Paul. I think I saw David Johnson score a hat trick against Coventry in a four 0 win at Portman Road. Well, a bit of debate. I like that. We'll have to. But you'll shoot me down. No, I know no, I'll no. be wrong, but I think he might have done. You always but anyway. put me on um, <laughs> uh, thin ice. Put him on um, edge. He's always right. What What I do know is that that was our sixth straight oh, win, we were which brilliant. was a record. Yeah, God, we were superb. We were up season. to second again. Twelve games in Liverpool. Seventeen points. Yeah. Um, one thing we didn't cover: uh, Trevor Wymark. He'd been. Uh, rene- I think he picked up the tag that he he would score with his head. And the interesting thing about I this was that obviously all, all of his goals were um, scored, you know, from the foot. Good now, what play. I've got here, Good you can play, see this, mate. and I have to keep it down below the microphone, is the programme wow, from look at this. 1976. Yeah. Interestingly, it's mainly yellow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah design. Yeah, I, I remember those programmes. I used to collect programmes back then. I, I can remember that one. 15. Uh, but what, I, what I love back in those old programmes, just looking at the old adverts and stuff. Well, we'll yeah, so it's 15p. Yeah. Um, inside, we've got Croydon's, who were the oh, yeah, jewelers, official yeah. timekeepers of yeah. the Golden Goal, Golden Goal competition. Yeah. Um, we flick inside, and we've got an action analysis 
uh, of some game, but I can't see it. The light's not great in here. It looks like <laughs> Palace or Man City had the stroke. Man City with Man the... Man City with the horizontal, yeah. yeah. Um, then we've Diagonal, got a little sorry. cover about Albion. There's got a bit about Paul Mariner, because obviously he's joined. Yeah. News and views from the town, Skipper Mick Mills. John Motson's got a report in here. Um, if you wanted to hire a car, then you'd go to Will Hire. <laughs> haven't heard that name for a long time. Um, Bell Scotch Whiskey sponsored the club scene in the middle, yeah. which was mainly you know people looking for, for programs. Yeah. Then you've got the bit that I like, the, the stats, fact sheets the and the stats. stats. Um, we've got with the reserves and with the U's, and what I've, I liked in here about with the U's, so it was 1976, 77. Brazil? Um, yeah, two goals from Alan Brazil yeah. and one from Nigel Crouch. Nigel Crouch played against Nigel Crouch. He's yeah. played for Brentham, yeah, when he's brother. Yeah, good footballer. That enabled so yeah, right us back. never quite made it at town. Yeah, enabled us to defeat Hoddesdon Town three <laughs> one in their Eastern Junior Cup match. And another match um that and it made me jump out was um uh Town's marksman against Chelsea was Terry Butcher. Ah who'd got the final touch after a a shot from Brazil had been yeah. had been locked, uh, been blocked. But there's one thing in here that I like. Oh, we've got focus on Paul Mariner. Uh. Now I did ask him because I knew that we were going to cover this game, and I sent him a message on Twitter because it's got favourite player, and his favourite player was Johnny Giles. Seriously? Um, and I said, "Is Johnny Giles still your favourite player?" And he did that annoying thing that some famous people do, which is to think. I would acknowledge that I've seen your tweet but by liking it, it, but not answering it. Oh. So, but maybe he's just thinking I'll get back to. Him. I haven't got time, Statman. Yeah, I, I could, I could get out of this pod, and he's there. Yeah. Um, he's what I liked was his favourite car. Um, he's got a mini at the moment, but he's getting a Capri. <sighs> maybe at the table. Maybe is that the three liter injection or two point eight? Oh, two point eight injection. Yeah. Two point eight injection Capri. though. maybe that was that was a car to die for back then. My any, God! Any idea what his favourite food was? Uh, no, uh, pasta, lamb. <laughs> he likes cars, good food, yeah, and days out in the country. Oh, lovely! Yeah, yeah really nice. Uh, he dislikes uh, long car or coach journeys. Yeah, um, yeah. so it'd be quite annoying. I better prefer it when he gets his Capri. Oh, definitely. His favourite. No wonder he's got a mini. He wouldn't want a long journey in a mini, would he? It's obvious. Favourite singers. <laughs> Uh, Shirley Bassey oh yes and Elton John yeah yeah go on, go on, Bob, um, yeah. Uh, his favourite actor was James Cagney oh okay was he in um, was he like a detective no, he, yeah I mean, he was a really used to play oh, uh, I'm gangsters getting, I'm getting confused with James, James Garner James Garner who's a Rockford, Rockford Files. Files yeah, yeah. Um, and, in, and in The Great Escape as well was he yeah oh and oh, whenever whenever Stats says that I doubt myself yeah yes, that's right He's forcefully ho- says, yes, he was. His hobbies, <laughs> unusual. Go on. Because um, I didn't even know if this could be a hobby. Um, auctions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, Speedway. Oh. Ooh. And badminton. What? Didn't think Speedway could be a hobby? No. <laughs> you got me. And if he wasn't a footballer, what would he most like to be? Oh, go on. Teacher. An, an estate agent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um <laughs> So we used to have uh, uh, our own Sports Personality of the Year awards, apparently. Uh-huh. So that was run at the Ipswich Corn Exchange yeah. with the compare was 
Ron Pickering. Ah. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I hear Ron Pickering, I always just hear, away you go. We are the champions. That's it, yeah. But one thing... You're a bit young for that. I'll tell you what, I moisturise well. One thing that jumped out to me was a story here called Love Blossoms on the Town Away Coach. So town fans Valerie Rodwell and Philip Nutley have got the football club to thank. stop. So... She, <laughs> did they become Mr. and Mrs. Nutley? Please tell me they did. Um, and had some little Nutleys. Go on. Let's have a look. Um, for their recent engagement, uh, they met through travelling to the away matches. Uh, they were both regulars on the coach and got to know each other that oh. way. Um, Valerie was 19 from Peasenhall. Oh. And she started following town five years ago. It's uh-huh. her second year of travelling away. Yeah. Uh, cost quite a bit of money. Doesn't really say how they got together, but meanwhile Philip is looking for a job in the Ipswich area because he lives and works at Holland on Sea in Essex. Oh, so let's hope that Valerie and, oh, and Philip so. are, are still out there. I hope so God, they could be celebrating like their thirty fifth wedding anniversary or something. Without a doubt, and I, I tweeted this the other day. Did you a... say Nutley or Mutley? Nutley, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's my um it's my, my Sorry, chest that's it's doing your that. Chest. It's the um, main flu. So we've got the, the fantastic Ron Ellis's flashbacks, which I think was the oh, first thing that got Ron. me into stats. Ron, 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 um, yeah. So this would be a bit odd if we were doing a history pod with looking back in history, but one of the bits that we're looking back at history shows us looking back in history. That would be really Which is strange, what we're going to do. So very Ron. quickly, uh, 3rd of November, uh, we beat Palace 4-0. What year? 56, yeah, I should say. That's not year. <laughs> Um, 66, uh, November the 5th, I reckon there was fireworks that day. Yeah. Um, we beat Northampton 6-1. Bang. Division 2. Bang. And five years ago, on November the 6th, 71, we beat Wolverhampton Wanderers 2-1 at Portman Road. Goal scorers were Hill and Belfit. Rod and Belfit. Dugan scored for Wolves. But yeah, there's a little cartoon corner. Um, <laughs> and there's a picture. I don't know if you remember, they, they used to have, and they they were females, women, Struggled to think what word to call call the females. <laughs> they were ladies um, who were ladies. Um, dressed up wearing like a tight white t shirt and white and, white yeah, boots, white knee length boots yeah. and tight blue shorts. I think they might have been called the Dolly Birds. The Dolly Birds. I that's think that's what PC. they were called actually. So yeah, sitting PC. in the crowd is a load of football fans, and this lady who <laughs> appears to be a little bit overweight and not kept very well. Is looking at what I would think is her husband. It could be Valerie and 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 Phil. <laughs> Phil yeah, could be, couldn't it? He's the got Nutleys. He's he's got a pair of binoculars, and she's saying, "Why on earth do you want binoculars at a football match?" Because he's he's looking at the dolly bird. Yeah. So see. that was great fun looking at oh, that. Oh mate! And That's the match ball that. was donated by. <sighs> remember, we were doing the sponsorship bit. See if we could do that again. Um, so the match ball was sponsored by National Travel Southeast oh. Limited. Yeah, I bet they're I bet they're long gone. Kelvedon. I bet they're long gone. So yeah, that was a great oh, game. Love that. So let's let's switch the stat machine off. I think I've covered everything for that game, but that was an epic game. Uh, it was one of the one of the greatest. Yeah, one of the greatest. Oh yeah, Weimark hit the post in that game as well. Probably. Yeah, he, yeah, he hit the post, so he could have he could have had five. He could have had a. I think they used to call that a nap hand. They used yeah. to call that. Um, so on to on to the birthdays, birthdays of the week, fifth um, of November. Like I said, actually, Ian can add in some firework sounds and stuff like that. I'm sure he can. And sparklers. So, yeah, 5th of November, he's going to be 4-0. The big 4-0, Richard Wright. Richard Wright, my goodness me. Yeah, spoke. Often, often mentioned on the pod that 
just nuts, isn't it? That apparently in all those seasons after he left Ipswich, he made 70 more appearances. Yeah, and he made 355 for us. But obviously some of them were when he came back yeah. again. But yeah, the, yeah. the vast majority of did those. He not, did he not come back one season and was player of the season or not? Yeah, I think he was player of the year. Yeah, 2008, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'd... Was that... Um, Jim Chilton's last season, think, eight nine, because he he, end, he ended up as captain that season. Could have been, well, certainly at the end of it. Could have um, been. Obviously, his great debut away to Coventry. I remember being on the pitch, um, not away to Coventry, home to Coventry. I remember being on the pitch, yeah. and we kind of chaired him off two 0 Which to me, that's a strange saying, isn't it? Chaired him off. Yeah, you cheered him and chaired him. Because it was like you're kind of creating something. For, you're allowing him to sit on you. You are. So is that saying that's chairing? Yeah, yeah. So they, we chaired him off. Um, obviously, he went to Arsenal and um, came back a couple of times, but always, always gets me. Never should have left. Never should have been allowed to go. Still maintain. If he'd have stayed, we'd have stayed up anyway. We've done that to death, yeah. probably. Well, um, he, what he, a goalkeeper! He, what a keeper for us. The, I mean, again, he just do some digging on it, digging on him. I think ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Um, Thirty-two goals conceded. Well, obviously, ever present. Forty-six games. 32 goals conceded, something like 24, 25 clean sheets. Unbelievable. That's yeah. just like steel vault of a goal, isn't it? I mean, just brilliant. Played for England, but didn't have a great debut, did he? <laughs> well, yeah, if it, was, <laughs> it was one fault he had, and he did it in the playoff final as well. We'd come flying out and slightly mistime it, wouldn't he? Yeah. And he did it for England in that game against Malta, and he, he did it more than a few times for, certainly did it in the playoff final, obviously redeemed himself with a great, some say it was yeah. a soft penalty with a great save from Barnard. But um, what about wasn't when he played for England? I know that obviously for us when the ball went hit him off the crossbar. But didn't that happen for England as well? Did it come off the post or something? No, I don't think he conceded. Did he not? Did he concede for? Uh, I can't remember. Like he played, did he have a couple of games, I think. Maybe Malta he did. I mean, he played Malta, so maybe mm. it's the next game. I can't remember. I thought he conceded against. Might be getting confused with one of his future yeah. club club matches. <laughs> it wasn't many. No. Wasn't many of those. But God, what a great, what a great keeper and. You know, obviously a local, um, a, a great. He's a local lad as well, and his his son, I think, is still Harry is still on the books. Yeah, is he? I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. I used think to so. used to keep up with him on Twitter, but I think he's he's gone off that now. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, talk about uh, righty there. Um, let's talk about another legend that shares a birthday, not the same day. Another legend at oh, the time. Then Ellis is a legend. Yeah. Um, Jean Manuel. Thetis, oh, Tetis, Tetis, however to, you want to say it. Used to love him. Used to love oh. him. And uh, he was a bit agricultural, wasn't Definitely. he? Definitely. But loved him. Um, I mean, he came from Dijon and he was he was as keen as mustard when he when he, when he signed up. <laughs> Played 57 appearances and three goals. Yeah. It's oh. One I remember was a funny old overhead at West Brom, wasn't it? When the ball that was like it, yeah. deflected. It's an odd one, wasn't it? The ball sort of like deflected up in the air, and he sort of like, "Hey, hang on!" Sort of like we well, did. Sort of got down low and sort of overheaded it, it in, didn't he? And I keep wanting to say that he didn't quite connect with it right on the right part of the. Foot. No, it sort of floated in. Yeah, yeah. But that was it. Yeah, he came from, and we got him from Seville. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He um. Yeah, I see you made a note here that he had that. Disastrous game against QPR where he was ripped the sh- that four yeah. one game he was absolutely ripped apart from was it Peacock and Kawamia or well, certainly Peacock yeah. I think I got that right and he was never quite 
Yeah, he, was, but he had a bit of injury, and then yeah, I mean, he started off, you know, almost played every every game at the start of that season, but got to that four one, and that was it. He was a proper crowd favourite, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, one of these cult players, wasn't he? Used to love him. Christ, he God, he put some tackles in. Oh, uh, yeah, not the quickest. You know, we get there when he can, but yeah, you'd sort of wince at some of the um, some of the tackles. Um, he, he went to Wolves on loan, and then I got bored of looking after. I what, don't know, know what, what he went I don't to, know what but... to him. However, I do know what your last player is. Well, and, um... what I'm going to say is, he's 45 yeah. on the seventh, and what I've written down here is, this could be the opening sequence to one of the Game of Thrones episodes, where it says, I could do it with this voice actually, 93 appearances, <laughs> 37 goals. <laughs> This man needs no notes. Yeah, class act. Cla- I put class act. I've put it's um, for for Ben out there. Is is, is Marcus Stewart? Isn't Marcus it? Stewart. My God, what and we've a said player. said so much about him, haven't we? I, I still just find it so odd that how we signed him from Huddersfield, who were in the playoffs, you know, in a playoff spot when we yeah. signed him. It was just the oddest transfer. All right, from what you understand, they needed the. Neither Dosh, and I think we paid two couple of million, two and a half, yeah. two and a half million for him at the time. Um, it's just an odd, odd one. Totally at left field that one came, didn't it? No, never. But one of our top five signings, if you think about the time that we signed them, along with you know David Johnson as well, you know, and an odd, and an odd sort of thing, wasn't it? He's because he, he started on fire and he scored those first two goals. He scored on his deb, scored against Barnsley, yeah, Barnsley away, scored yeah. his home debut against Huddersfield, yeah. And then he just sort of went AWOL and there's all sorts of stories and what the hell's going on and then and then then nothing. Then then nothing and then until playoff semi final. Oh two of the greatest goals. Oh, ever. oh me too. Yeah. I mean, I'd I, I I struggle to choose between those goals. Well let me choose. The second one is a bit better. Well, just for composure. Yeah. Just it's ridiculous, and, isn't it? Similar <laughs> and to a certain extent to his goal at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. just his ball he was ice control, cool, wasn't he? Yeah. Ice cool. But let's not knock the first goal. I mean, blimey. I think Matt Holland played it to him. Yeah, so Matt Holland yeah. does really well. The ball's clear to Matt Holland from memory to like flicks it up on his knee and volleys right, it yeah. to him and he lets it drop over his shoulder. Just out of nowhere. And and that really, we were down. We were gone because yeah. we were 2-0 down. I think had Johnson got injured and gone off at that stage, I believe he had. And we were out. We were gone, and yeah, everyone said, oh, "Here we go again!" Bloody, yeah. and that just gave. I think you know, just the manner of the goals. It was just out of the blue, really, it fluid, was, yeah. didn't it? And you really sort of set. You could see, you see our players going, "Oh, here we go!" You know, and their players a bit, "Oh, okay." And then the second goal was just absolutely well. The move itself was ridiculous, but the finish was just ice cool, assassin like, wasn't it? Never got called up to England, Craig, to the England squad. Michael Ricketts, mm. Sven, wasn't it? Idiot. Yeah, but yeah, what a servant, what a player, and um, more famous for for wearing gloves and scoring goals. Uh, yeah, probably probably close, isn't it? He uh, probably used to. He was he was the guy that yeah, short sleeves and gloves. He loved these gloves, and I never met him, but I know one or two people that met him, and and have met him. Um, I think last year, one or two people I know who, who live down south. I think um, Justin may have gone, but it wasn't right, Justin yeah. that told yeah. me about him. Someone else I know went to the Southwest supporters. Um, you know, get together, and yeah. he came along and did a little talk and stuff like that. And one or two people I know met him, and they said just top, top bloke as well. And famously, we we, we covered this early in the early in the, the history podcast. Uh, scored in his debut for Bristol Rovers against us when yes. we drew three yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, and also went on and scored a good few goals for Sunderland, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I, I remember. I, I think I was in Ibiza, and. 
picked up the paper or whatever and I saw that he'd, he'd gone, um, you know, to Sunderland. And yeah. for me, great, huge loss, you know, the goals that he scored. And yeah. with him and your team, you always knew he only needed half a chance. In fact, we, we covered it earlier. You in want there. to think, you know, that was that season, wasn't it? You know, he started that season with us in the, in, in the uh, you know, the first season, oh, oh Christ, all those seasons ago, that first season of the championship, he started well and he scored goals and then it all sort of went wrong and... You know, you, 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 you know, you think, well, what would, you know, if we had have sort of kicked on with Burley that season and had have stayed up there and got promoted, oh, who knows if he'd have had another season like he had in the chat in the Prem, perhaps he wouldn't have done, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, and a big apologies to Matt Holland because he's an absolute legend, both for Ipswich and Ireland, but Marcus Stewart, greatest twenty first greatest player in the 21st century oh, for Ipswich. Oh, without doubt, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, 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 I'd totally, I don't think anyone would really... Just edging Matt out. I don't think anyone, just for impact over those two seasons, I don't Actually, think anyone would disagree it, with you. If Matt Holland had, had worn gloves, I might have put him just a bit. But, yeah, but, Matt wouldn't wear gloves, mate. No. no. Well, you couldn't hear him at the end of the game when he used to go around clapping. Because <laughs> that would be sort of muffled, <laughs> wouldn't it? No, so it's a good one, Matt. No, no, like yeah, superb. Um, well, that is it for... Um, that is it for another week. Hope everyone out there has enjoyed this week's Walk Down Memory Lane. Um, if you have enjoyed it and if you remember any of the events we talk about or ever, even have any suggestions, please let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC. Uh, you can reach me at David Diamond 3. Um, and I've got to have this so many times. Stat, you can reach at just, I'll just put Renegade Stat, man. That'll find him. Yeah, that'll no find one else. Me, yeah. There's no one else out there. And also, don't forget to hit follow on there and give us a like at facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Ben will be here as usual with a preview show on Friday. I'll be back on the flagship show with Ben on Monday, which will feature stats, superb stat of the week. And we should be back if stats cold ever clears up. I hope it don't get worse, stat. Um, well. This time next week with more nostalgia. Till then, goodbye. Yeah, bye. I'm now off to look for a Norwegian helmet. <laughs> It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.